going, uh, we'll just start. So like okay. three, two, one, and I'm here today with Mustafa McBride and Latifa McBride because uh, we got a problem going on in the wrestling community and I want to take care of it. Um, I've been working with you guys since your son, that's on the made the U23 wrestling team, but I've been working with him since he was like three. It seems like he was so small when right. we first started. And now like, he's a giant of a man. And he got me this shirt and I really appreciate it. So when you watch this, thank you very much. It makes me feel cool when I wear it. But uh, we've been wrestling for together. Like as soon as you walked into Maryville, what was in like 2011? Roughly, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> right when the towers came down and yeah. you came in, everyone's like, oh, I don't know about this guy. And, <laughs> and then we like, we got it in, you know, and like wrestling's one of the truest forms of combat, I think, and it really shows who people are, you know, like on a wrestling mat, everyone's equal. It doesn't matter what color you are, it doesn't matter what religion you are, and um, I brought you guys in here because I feel like the wrestling's not living up to what I think wrestling should do, yeah. and to me, wrestling, it shouldn't matter what religion you are, what creed you are, or like what color you are. As long as you're human, like I would think it would be not fair if you're alien or something, but as long as you're human and you um, want to compete, you should be able to walk on a mat, uh, shake hands, and get, get to it. Sure. And what's happening right now is they're not letting Latifa wrestle because there's a religious, they object to her wrestling not in a singlet and not wearing a hijab, which is against your religion. So I wanted to bring you guys in and, and talk about it. Can you explain to everyone that's watching and listening what the why you can't wear a singlet and why you would wear a hijab? Well, before before I do that, I'd like to kind of connect what you said in terms of our relationship. Many people may not know. But when I first brought my son into Maryville Kids Club Wrestling, it was shortly after September 11th, and you embraced us while everyone else rejected us. And it was it's because of you, my son started wrestling. You are our first coach, and we are indebted to you. And subsequently, now, uh, you know, uh, we're being rejected again, and here you are again, uh, offering you know aid and assistance and a safe place for us to come, and kind of vent. All right. Um, so for for those people who listen uh, and don't know, that's our history. That when Muhammad was five years old, he was uh, five. He was five years old. That you 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 let us in uh, when the rest of your your team did not want us there. They did not want us there. They told you. Don't let him come back. And you fought for us. And again, for that, you know, we're indebted to you, Coach Jeff. So uh, in relation to what we're doing now, the situation is as such. Um, last year, 2020, uh, end of 2020, uh, I knew I wanted to take my daughters to a big competition, uh, a USA Wrestling sanctioned event uh, at the behest of Coach Keith Maudi. Um, I, I didn't believe it could be possible. I didn't believe that it could happen. But he kept telling me, you know, stuff. You need to go. You need to press. We'll get you there. Don't worry about it. And uh, so I, I kept pressing and, and asking questions and, and calling people, but not really getting a response. Um, I reached out to some people in USA Wrestling via phone and email, and it, and no 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 response until I actually got a hold of a UWW representative. Uh, his name was Stan Dietzik. Can I stop you real quick? Can yeah. you uh, tell everyone what UWW stands for, please? United World Wrestling. They are the federation which uh, sanctions international competition in, in freestyle wrestling. Um, so uh, in order to compete internationally, you're going to be under, under that sort of banner. 
um, to represent the United States in those events, you'd have to actually make a United States team. Uh, so uh, I thought, okay, well, let's let's go and look at these these national national uh, tournaments. So, but I knew there was an issue that we're not going to wear a singlet. We're ha going to have a hijab on, and I noticed that the Iranians had a style of dress that they used for wrestling um, that was something that could adhere to our religious beliefs, right? So as opposed to a singlet, um, what it was was a long pair of shorts or sweatpants that went below the knees. There was a uh, like spandex beneath that. Um, it was full-length spandex shirt with a T-shirt over it um, with a head covering that was actually attached to the spandex. And then over that headpiece was a pair of Western-style headgear. America's really the only place that actually wears headgear. <laughs> but the Iranian women were wearing headgear as a means of, like, kind of fixating, or fixing, rather, the uh, the headpiece uh, onto their hair so that their hair is not uh, uncovered, right? As Muslim women, they're not allowed to expose their hair. And the uniform was rather loose-fitting. It wasn't sloppy, uh, and it you know, it wasn't anything extraordinarily loose, but it was, definitely wasn't as tight as a singlet. So I saw this, and I said, oh, this is interesting. You know, wow, we could do that. And uh, I tried to secure permission to be able to do that. Eventually, Stan Dietzik got a hold of Cody Bickley uh, of USA Wrestling. Um, he's one of the sort of administrators of USA Wrestling. And, uh, um, and it was at that point he responded, said he contacted UWW. They sent the, the PDF over indicating what the singlet was like. We said that wasn't going to work. Then they sent over the PDF that indicated what was done in Iran, which is called classic wrestling. Now, classic wrestling is nothing but freestyle wrestling with the exception of two, two, two changes. Number one, it's only one period as opposed to two three-minute periods. It's one three-minute period. And number two, uh, the women wear these uniforms. In all the respects, it's freestyle wrestling. So we were granted permission to compete dressed in this uniform that the Iranian women uh, wear. Uh, Cody Bickley told me, if you can ensure that you will dress as is shown in this, these images, and they like have these sort of drawn out pictures, you, we'll allow you to wrestle. And so we did that. We went down to Texas last year, all three of my daughters. Zaina Latifa and Jamila, and all three of them all American, first time. People didn't know who we were, where we came from, what what's going on. There were people had issues. People had issues seeing us, you know, uh, you know, dressed that way. And um, uh, but we 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 went through it, and there was no big deal. And so we left there feeling good, like knowing that we could compete and that we could actually measure up to some of the best in the country. And uh, all year long, we had thought nothing more than uh, of, of we can't wait to get back to the U.S. Women's Nationals. I remember that. I got one question. Uh, maybe Latifa can even answer this one better. Mm -hmm. Do you think it gives you a competitive advantage or disadvantage to not wear a traditional singlet? I would say watching you compete in a non-traditional singlet, you're overheated. Like, it's not really like an advantage at all. So, if anything, you're... You're not getting any advantage out of wearing this. This is not like something to get an advantage, right? Yeah, it's not an advantage at all. <laughs> it is a, a disadvantage. Um, first, we wear a lot of layers, so we definitely do get overheated. We, we wear a singlet. We have rash guard, um, Hispanic leggings, and over that we have our pants, then our shirt, and then our hijab, and then over our hijab, 
we secure our hijab with athletic tape so it doesn't slide off. So it's definitely a lot of layers. Um, and in terms of disadvantages, it definitely is because like we, people can get better grips on us. Uh, <laughs> they grab it, it they, they use it to their advantage and it's not something that's that we're gonna complain about. Um, you can grab the headgear if people wear, decide to wear headgear during a freestyle match. I can grab it if I wanted to. According to so, the rules of freestyle, right? If you wore a headgear, your opponent will not—it's not that you can, but you will not be penalized for grabbing it. Because if you presented on the mat with me and you had headgear, I could request that they that they be removed. Right. However, um, if you had some medical issue, or I didn't ask, right, and they remained on in the course of wrestling, I would not be penalized for grabbing them. Subsequently, we don't anticipate people being penalized for grabbing their clothes. You know, as I told one guy, grab away. We, we train jiu-jitsu, <laughs> right? Uh, but don't be angry. And that's what's kind of happening. Don't be angry when it doesn't, when it doesn't go your way. Right. Right. Because I just wanted to ask this because people are like, oh, they just want to do it to get an advantage. But it's definitely a disadvantage. Like, I clearly know that I wrestled for a long time. I can't even imagine cutting weight, like rehydrating and then putting all that stuff on. And that's, that's another issue, yeah. weighing in. Like, yeah. we can't, they can't expose themselves the way other girls or guys do when they weigh in. So they actually have to have more clothing on when they step on the scale. And, you know, it's, we're talking, you know, it could be ounces that make, yeah. you, make or break you. And so in all respects, it tends to be a disadvantage for us. But we don't complain. There was a situation in, in this most recent tournament where uh, Jamila was in the match that would have put her in uh, to wrestle for third and fourth, right? So third and... Uh, uh, Third and fourth place, um, and it the girl had got a two on one, and we had just worked on hitting the sweep single off a two on one, and in the process of hitting the sweep single, the girl grabbed her head and her headpiece came off, and she conceded. She went turtle, grabbed her headpiece, pulled it down. The girl grabbed her. She got two for the takedown. Rolled her through. Got more back points, and okay, it's our fault. Mm -hmm. We need to find a way of making sure it stays on. So that that doesn't happen. So I'm not going to make a big big deal out of it. I, although common sense would tell you, if your shoe came off, they stopped the match, right? So I can't even request like just normal things that would happen. And yeah. I and I it's okay, it's okay because we train for it, and we'll I'm, I'm certain we'll not let it happen, and we'll beat you anyway. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll try to win anyway. That's what I love about you guys because you can, be, you can say that. You can be confident in yourself. Like, that's what we're here to do. We're here to win. That's what, um, like, if you wrestle and you compete, like, you not no one's trying to lose. So, like, it's okay to, like, try and win. And, like, we're not trying to be like, oh, we're just trying to get along. We're we're trying to solve problems so we can compete fairly. Right? Wrestling is about competition. It's not about anything else. So, like, I want you guys to think, like, you're going to win. That's what we should be doing. And we're not going to, like, put on a fake front for everybody while we're doing this. Like, they're there to win. They're not here to lose. And they're giving up competitive disadvantages to compete. And they're willing to do that. And, like, they never complain. This is the first time I actually heard them complain. And, like, I brought it out in a podcast because I want people to understand exactly what you guys go through by wearing the extra clothes. It's not a help at all. Um, so leg laces, oh, leg, yeah. leg laces, you know, it's hard to get out of them, you know. Uh, Even slipping out of singles, like, there's more material, so, like, you're not sweaty and slippery like no, other people. No, it's, it's far more, it's far greater secured when they have their pants and, and shorts and knee pads and socks on. 
tried to hitting a single on a freshly shaved leg, you know, and you're sweaty and that leg is sweaty, just shaved, you know, it, it, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I'd, I'd rather not complain about it in, in the sense that um, we're going to get it done anyway. The truth of the matter is we train, we train hard and, you know, this is not genetics that you're seeing or something or some voodoo magic. This is hard work. This girl gets up and she trains hard and her sisters train hard and her brother trains hard. And we that's what we do here. And for those wrestlers who are real wrestlers, they recognize it. But for other people, uh, it's a little difficult for them. I, I think it's difficult for some people. I think USA Wrestling never intended, never thought that you know, a, a girl coming to the podium dressed in a long gown looking like she's going to some <laughs> ball would be their representative. I don't think they anticipated that. Do you think they just allowed you to do it because they're like, ah, whatever, we don't want any problems, nothing's going to come of it anyway, so we might as well just like, oh, go ahead, it's fine, go ahead, and I'm, then you I'm, win. I'm feeling that way now. I'm feeling that way now. I don't feel like it's a matter of, wow, this is our representative. This These girls can bang. Oh, this is, you know... We can grow wrestling. Do you? Do could you? Are there others like you out there? No, no I don't feel like we don't. I we don't want to know if there's others like you. Right. That's what I'm. That's that's sort of the thing I'm getting. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just too much work and it's too sticky. And I don't mean to make it sticky. And I and I would rather be of aid and assistance to USA Wrestling and UWW. Um, I love the sport. I love what it teaches. I think it should be you know in every school. Um, and I think it should be used properly. I think our opponents should be talking to their wrestlers saying, that's no excuse what she's got on. You should have beaten her anyway. And if you couldn't beat her, then we need to go back to the lab and figure it out. Instead, that's not what's happening. You know, that's, that, that, you know, there are many people who are supporting us. There are many people who are supporting us. And for that support, I'm thankful. Um, USA Wrestling giving us the opportunity. I'm very thankful for it as well, even though it's my right. Uh, right? Um, but um, at the same time, the, the idea that, you know, we're going to raise wrestlers to, to find excuses for their loss, right? That, that's, that's so contrary to the, to the sport of wrestling. The idea is you, you got smashed. Go back to the gym and figure it out. So I'm going to um, jump in and I'm going to ask a question here. Um, the question I had, we, we talked about before we sat down and do this interview, and my question was like, well, are there other uh, Muslim girls all over the world doing this? And I really liked your answer. So I'm going to ask you again, um, are there other Muslim women in the world doing this? And if there are, are not, why are they not doing this? Okay. Well, this, can, this question has two, two parts to answer. Number one, there are Muslim women who are, who are wrestling. Their level of religiosity is not my concern, but their their wearing of the singlet does not adhere to the rules within our my religion. So uh, we have Muslim women from you know Turkey, Egypt, Azerbaijan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, Algeria, Tunisia. A, do what you do. Um, the other part of it, that Muslims have not who do adhere to the this aspect of our religion, um, have not stood up. We've, we've conceded. We've conceded on so many levels. We've conceded in regards to my son and the beard, which now just recently was instituted at the high school level. Yet my son lost two years of eligibility at the NCAA level because he wanted to adhere to our religious ruling that men should not shave. Sub, you know, likewise, 
There are Muslims out there, girls, who, who come from families that would allow them if they knew that they could dress this way. If they knew that they could compete with only girls. If they, if they knew that was a possibility, it would grow wrestling. And internationally, you'd have countries that would send teams if they knew that their women could dress this way. It's, you know, our assumption here in the, in the States that a singlet is normal is, is part of the, the sort of psychoses of wrestling. Wrestling stands in its own way. We know now, in instituting the two-piece uh, uniform in high school, numbers have skyrocketed. There are coaches that don't have enough uniforms. Because guys and girls included say, oh, I'll come join wrestling if I could wear rash guard and fight <laughs> shorts. But I'm not wearing that singlet. Yeah. That's, well, I won't say what they say <laughs> it is. Right? I won't. But not, not. And, and wrestling's like this old boys network. Ah, there's nothing wrong with the singlet. No, there is. There is. It's, it's for our own people here in the States. And apparently even for the world. Right? So why not? And is it that much of a problem? How is it that we fight this way in jiu-jitsu? It doesn't. I'm trying to break. I'm trying to harm you in jiu-jitsu. And yet it's difficult. In wrestling, I'm not trying. And, oh, something's going to happen. Break fingers. Come on. What? This is, these, anyone who's a real wrestler understands this. It's the people who've never wrestled. <laughs> <laughs> My fingers are pretty mangled. <laughs> right? <laughs> Most of us from wrestling. It's the people who've never wrestled who don't understand these things. And so, um, you know, so yes, there are Muslim women, and, but they don't, they don't adhere to it to the level that, uh, that we're trying to. And uh, we don't believe it's necessary. We, I don't, I'm out to prove that, number one, you can wrestle and not have to be nearly naked. Number two, that Muslim women, or women in general, could be great grapplers and great wrestlers and not have to wrestle with guys. Because my daughters don't wrestle with guys. And they're great. Really hey, we're beating, we're beating up on girls who wrestle with guys all, all day long at clubs and at schools that are mixed teams. Okay, well, you guys tell me, how, wh what is it? I mean, based on the, that idea, my, my daughters shouldn't even, they should be like two and, two and out, two and barbecue, right? That's, that, that's, that's what it looks like. That's not what's happening. Then you get people ducking them. Like, I, I understand how it goes. Like, I, I get I watch the local tournaments and people are like, oh, I don't want to go at her. She's too, she's too tough. I'll go up. I'll go down. I just won't do it. Right. So, you know, th this is the issue as far as Islam and Muslim Muslims wrestling around the world. Um, you know, there's a greater presence we have in jiu-jitsu. Um, but even in jiu-jitsu, IBJJF, you know, the largest promotion, you know, gives us a hard time in nogi. Tells us no, you you have to wear you have to wear spandex, I mean, you know, and unfortunately in that realm as well we have the situation where Muslims concede or don't compete. Mm -hmm. It that's, that seems to be our only option: concede or don't compete. And, and we, then it kind of puts you up against the wall against your own religion too, because then like the Muslim community is telling you like you shouldn't do it then, right? Oh, yeah, no doubt. We're 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 damned if we do and damned if we don't. When we when I'm around the re the outwardly religious Muslims, oh, shame on you, shame on you, you know. Although my daughters may be even more covered than their women, when in their daily life, but still, shame on you. And then when I when I'm with them, I don't have enough on. And then when I'm with when I'm with non-Muslims, when I'm with the wrestling or jiu-jitsu community, I have too much on, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> Which is you know it's kind of synonymous with uh, with uh, 
um, colonialism. This is how you, this is sort of Western, you know, European hegemony, where Europeans went around the world, and when they went to the Arab world, they said, oh, no, you got too much on, sister, take it off. I really feel like, I feel this, like, pressure that you guys are facing from both sides, and it happens a lot in life, and people don't really... People don't really address it, and they don't really care that much. Yeah. And I want to make sure that like, it comes out to the light a little bit, that you're facing not only pressure from the rest of the community, you're facing pressure from your community, and you guys are just here to, to fight and win and compete. So I would like to just take a couple minutes, uh, like Latifa, just to, to express what she's feeling, why she wants to compete, and what's, what's going to happen, what does this mean to you, and how will you feel if you can't compete, and how will you feel if you can't compete? Uh, just quickly to build off of what, what my dad was saying here, um, another, you know, kind of weird interaction that I had at a wrestling tournament in Canada, um, it was one of the first wrestling tournaments that we were able to do in Canada, um, it was right after I finished my last match, I got first, and I'm walking over our stuff to get dressed to leave, and this guy stops me, and he was like, sorry to bother you, but I just want to say, good job, you're you're a good wrestler, I'm Muslim, by the way. So I was like, oh, I'm sitting down right from the greeting that you're supposed to give other Muslims when you when you see them. And uh, he goes, just by the way, even though you're a good wrestler, you don't have to wear all that. Which is a very odd interaction because this is supposed to be coming from another Muslim. So you'd, you'd think that they would at least just respect the fact that, you know, I'm dressed and covered properly. And I looked at him, I was like, well, do you have a daughter? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, are you comfortable with her wearing what they're wearing? And he just kind of shrugged and walked away. So that was an inter interaction I just thought I would, I would throw out there to just even show what we have to deal with within the Muslim community, whether it's you're not religious enough or you're too religious. Um, so there, I just wanted to add that on. To, <laughs> That's to fine. Just, That's good. Um, but in terms of what I would feel um, if I would be able to wrestle, um, is that directed about Mexico or just in general? Mexico, because it seems like you can wrestle around in the tournament, but what we did is we built up to, you went to all these qualifying tournaments, you wrestled your whole life, and now you got a chance to compete internationally, and you qualify for it. Like, what does it mean for you to go there and express yourself? Before, before she answered that, you said, yeah, you've already, you're already competing domestically. Uh, I caution that statement because I almost believe that this is setting precedent to prevent us from any more USAW, USA wrestling uh, sanctioned events. Because the idea would be this. If we were to, to return to this tournament next year, but not be able to wrestle internationally, we would disturb the bracket. We'd be preventing, she'd be beating people who could potentially maybe even win the, that, that bracket and win the tournament. So now, in, 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 you know, in a very nice way, well... You know, we really can't let you join the tournament because you're not going to be able to represent us. So, you know, so I almost feel like this is actually potentially setting that up, you know, that that we may have done our last USA wrestling event. So it's even more important that we get this through then. Uh, it's important. It's important. No, no doubt. It's important. So I, I didn't even think about it that much. That's, that's a really good point. Yeah. And we see that happening with governments all over the world right now. Yeah. And... If you don't know what's going on, like, you're probably not listening to me anyway, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Everyone else that's that sensitive is going to not be listening. Right. Go ahead. So, if I can compete, it would be awesome. Um, it would be great. It's 
it would be a dream come true, right? That was, we've always dreamed of being able to wrestle around the world. Like, we've, we've watched wrestling all the time, seeing other people compete. It's a dream you manifested to be true. It's not a dream come true. It's not really a dream. You worked hard. It's your Amen. goal. It's Amen. the accomplishment of a goal. Amen. It's not a dream. So, especially seeing um, Mohammed, my older brother, go out to Budapest and be able to compete, it was just like, I want that. And to to be to be in a position where I earned the, earned that spot on the team, um, it would be awesome. Especially to to show the world and just show that women can wrestle covered and modestly. And wrestling is not the only sport that you can do modestly first, but um, <laughs> like show like you know we can we can wrestle. It's not just. You know, we're not just only religious. Um, there's a lot more to us than just what's appearing, that what you can see. Um, and I think that's also a, the power that we have through, through the way we dress is you're not dealing, you know, you're not looking at me, judging me based on how, you know, how muscular I am, how vascular I am, if my abs are coming on my skin. No, you're, <laughs> you're judging me based off of how I'm performing. And that's it. That's, that's all that you're you're being able to see. Um, and in defense of people, the, a lot of people who are supportive, that's what they see. A lot of people who are supportive of us, like it's amazing when you, you know, when people do come to us and, and, and identify their, their production, right? Because I tell, this is how I've raised them in homeschool. All people who are at the end of the day, they may not like you, but all we care about at the end of the day is production. What have you produced? And, you know, there, there's, Man, there's just so many scenarios that happened even down in Texas at the Women's Nationals where people would come up to me. There's one guy who comes up to me. He's got this southern accent, got tattoos, long beard, white guy. He goes, hey, man. He goes, you know, I was here a couple years back when you first came here. And uh, people had a lot to say about y'all. <laughs> but I can tell you now, you got fans. When people hear your daughters are wrestling, man, they they come on over there watching your daughters and I just want to tell you it's a joy to watch you and, and compete against you and it's like that's what I want I want that respect that that you know and that was wonderful like you know I don't know I don't know this guy from anybody mm-hmm. you know um, so th- that's you know we're not you're not gonna judge I don't want my I want my daughters to be women of substance not not ladies of form you know you're not gonna want to judging my daughters based on the size of their personal parts but on, on the content of their character and the nature of what they've produced. And on the mat, it's wonderful because... It's truly fair competition. And many of these girls, the last thing that they were worried about was what God my daughter worshipped. <laughs> I promise you. I don't know about praying to their God. <laughs> like uh, we, we always tell the girls that the other girls aren't crying on the, on the podium. they got to throw their medals out. So, yeah. And it's funny, like, just seeing how people act. You know, it's... This has become an issue now because we've won. Yeah. This is really what it appears to be. Because we've won. We're not, it's not like, oh, celebrate, we got some bangers, right? No. It's like, uh, well, they won because they have long sleeves on, <laughs> right? That's what they, they won. They won because we're not really familiar with how to wrestle with them. Oh, we wrestle with people like this in practice. But, you know, this is competition. You know, it's different. It's It's different. You know, so these are the sort of excuses that we deal with, but, you know. How would you feel if you're not allowed to wrestle? Um, obviously, it would be very disappointing. Um, 
I wouldn't want to say that would be unexpected just because of how Muhammad had to deal with the beard. Um, and if, if CARE, um, the, the uh, organization that helped Muhammad get, be able to wrestle, um, if they didn't get involved, I don't think he, he would have been able to wrestle. Um, so I, it would be very disappointing, obviously. Um, I work just as hard as anybody else, if, if not more. <laughs> um, so all I want is equal opportunity to wrestle. At the end of the day, that's that's all I want. I just just want to wrestle. I love the sport. It's part of me. It's part of my family. That's probably the number one thing we talk about. So, um, you know, even today, you're just standing there. My dad's like, hey, Latifa, come over here. I want to try this move. Like, let me show you this. So, like, for me to not be able to, to test my skills and test my wrestling um, at the highest level possible, um, that would be, be disappointing and I just I hope that USA Wrestling is is willing to fight as much as we are, because at the end of the day we are USA Wrestling members, we are Americans, um, so I I hope they're they're willing to fight as much as we are so that we can make this happen and I don't have to feel these emotions of me not being able to wrestle. Well, we're gonna do our very best to uh, make sure that we get you there. I mean. We're all here for you. We're gonna do everything we can. We got three thousand people assigned already in like one Plus. day, so we're gonna try and get to, to six thousand or ten thousand. I don't like. I looked before I uh, talked to your dad before I trained today, and I'm like, oh man, we're we're doing pretty good. And um, I want just want to say that I trust you with like all parts of myself. You know, I I brought you in to be a coach at the gym that I called integrity, and I only want to bring people in to coach that I trust and have the same values as me. And there's nobody else I want to have coaching for me than you and your sisters. And I appreciate you very much. And thank you very much for coming in. And we'll get this out as fast as we can so people can hear you talk. Thank you. Thank you thank for you the for, opportunity. Thank you for, for coming. You know, uh, in relation to what happens, like I'm trying to teach her to lower her expectations of people and of places and of things because it's when you have high expectations of people other than yourself, um, you get disappointed. And so, with that lowering of the expectations, uh, at the same time, I say it's our fuel. It's our fuel. So that when we train now, <laughs> when we train, this is our gas. And I tell all three of my daughters, remember the, how you're feeling right now. When we're training, when you're feeling tired, and that last rep, that last sprint, remember that and let that push you. And the first opportunity you get to put your hands on any one of these people, any one of these women, your, your opponents, within the rules of the sport, you let them have it. You let them have it. Uh, this is what we're doing. We're letting this fuel, uh, you know, move us through this. And that way, otherwise, because it could make you quit. It'll make you quit. Like, why train? Why train now? Why go outside and run? Why push the truck? Why lift the sandbags? If all you're going to be told is, well, no. All right. On that note, that's, that's uh, it has to say the way that, first, the workouts that, I've, that we've done since uh, since getting this news, uh, let's say just say that they've done some pretty good workouts. But um, in terms of, of being able to just use that to fuel ourselves, I'd say, um, to look towards people that, that have 
been examples for me is my brother, Muhammad. You know, two years straight. This is your college eligibility. eligibility on the line, and like the way that he pushed through it and just kept wrestling, and not to see him wrestling at the world level. Not only that, but to have the rules changed all the way to high school. <laughs> like now, imagine that for us. For I mean, not um, I just want to wrestle, but to see for other to, people. To, to see the world change. To give other women and girls the opportunity to test themselves and still adhere to our religion, like that would be, that would be awesome. And that quitting issue, you know, Muhammad was told. Muhammad was told at the time with the beard, um, you'll never wear the UB singlet. I'm sorry, you'll never represent the University of Buffalo. You're welcome to come to practice, but I'm sorry. And he came home and told me he was told that. And I told him that I never let my kids quit anything. But when he told me that, I said, Muhammad, I would not be angry with you if you told me that you wanted to quit. And he didn't. And he didn't. He didn't quit. He winds up becoming a captain. A walk-on on a Division I team. A U23 national champ. college coach because he didn't quit and I was going to let him quit because <laughs> I couldn't take it so we're going to use this as fuel in any event no matter what happens no quitting us no no quit never quit get this never quit all right guys thank you for listening to this we appreciate you please like and share this tell everybody the story Pass it on. If you don't want to have other people listen to it, at least just pass on the, the organization. What's it? I'm sorry. Can you just say what it is? Um, it's Urge UWW to let Latifah wrestle. Um, it's on change.com or change.org. Change.org. Change um, I'll, I'll give you the, the link. Yeah, I'll so post all the links in all the descriptions, so you can just click on the, the link right in the description. So. All right. Let's let's get UWW onto this and USA Wrestling. So let's get those rules changed. All right, let's go. We're out.